thanks for joining me on the first episode of Vegan Tifa podcast. Uh, vegan Tifa, Vegan Tifa, Vegan Tifa podcast. However you want to call it, that's totally fine. I'm not here to police uh, language or anything like that. Um, yeah, this podcast is my little project just to talk about the correlations between leftist theory and vegan theory. Um, yeah, it's just a little, I guess, personal project of mine. A lot of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about isn't really my views. It's a lot of um, theory that I've read. Um, nothing that you know has come straight from me. I, I'm reading a lot and I'm still learning as well. So I, I'm here to learn as well while, while, while trying to make some of the ideas a little bit more palatable and make it a bit more uh, easy to manage and kind of compile some stuff together as well. Um, yeah, so I guess the first episode I really wanted to, to do was, um, discussing the correlation between the two, um, and the ongoing struggles between two, the two parties, veganism versus leftism, uh, because as strongly as I feel they, they fit together, I don't see a lot of correlation in the communities, I see a lot of vegans um, not understanding the uh, the downfalls of capitalism and, and how it contributes to the oppression of non-human animals. Uh, and I see a lot of lefties um, denying vegan uh, vegan theory and just not taking it seriously, I suppose. So uh, I thought I'd uh, start the first episode off and talk about the, the connection between the two and talk about um, single-issue animal rights groups uh, that don't take leftist theory into an account uh, and, uh, and, and go into uh, how intersectionality um, and how you know all, all forms of oppression are linked uh, and dependent on each other. Uh, and as they, as they say, you know, until all are free, none are free. So uh, here we are, episode one, veganism versus leftism. Uh, I want to start this by saying that I, I don't want to call myself a vegan um, I feel that veganism has been co-opted by the liberals uh, and has turned veganism into a single-issue animal rights uh, idea when I don't feel that was ever the case. I, I, of course, I still call myself vegan and I, and I still identify as that, but it's hard to, um, to say that now when, yeah, like I said, if I feel like it's been co-opted and um, turned into something that it shouldn't have been. So I'm trying to use the better language um, now that I'm exploring this from a, a leftist point of view. I'm trying to use uh, the term any speciesist um, rather than vegan. I guess it's, you know, not really... 
Well, I mean, most people will say it, it is quite different, um, just like the difference between a vegetarian and a vegan uh, is different. Uh, veganism and anti-speciesism is um, somewhat different too. I guess it just goes further in depth. Uh, so I'm trying to use better language. Also, I'm, I'm trying to remove myself as much from the conversation as possible. I, I, the issue of um, veganism is very anthropocentric so you know we're, we're talking more about the human aspect of it and that's that's fine there is human aspects and it's something we will explore today but it's first and foremost the non-human animals that are being exploited and uh, oppressed so I, I, I'm trying not to say I and me as much um, so I'm gonna try and pull myself up on that where I can uh, but yeah um, so I've been reading a couple of books in my isolation time. Um, just got Peter Singer's Animal Liberation. Uh, it's good. Obviously it's showing its age now, but it's, um, it's still good. Um, he's a bit of a lib, but that's, that's okay. Um, and I've also found, um, Brian Dominic's Animal Liberation and Social Revolution which is really, really good. I'm enjoying it a lot. I've only read a little bit. I was just reading it last night and got my, got the idea in my head. This is the first episode I wanted to do because this is something I've wanted to do in a little for a little while. But the um, the preface, preface, preface um, by Joseph Smith had a couple of great quotes um, linking the ideas of uh, animals, animal rights and leftism. Uh, and Joseph says that veganism is but one element in the compound structure of social revolution, which I thought was really nice. Uh, so many of these issues just go hand in hand, and, and that's something we'll continue to explore. Uh, Joseph also goes on to say, not until the principles of veganism are applied to the rubric of injustice as a whole will one understand the need for veganism at all. So... That's, you know, going back to the the idea of veganism. So uh, I, I quote the, the vegan society here um, when they define veganism as a way of living which seeks to exclude as far as is possible and practicable all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for food, clothing, or any other purpose. So the in my eyes... Uh, the definition of veganism for most will be the refusal to consume or use or benefit from the flesh or product of non-human animals, uh, which of course is true. Um, but in the vegan society quote, the, the word that uh, stands out most to me is exploitation. So to me, uh, the exploitation and oppression of non-human animals is the focus of the vegan Um so when you hear uh, uh, center or liberal vegans, or I guess even right-wing vegans, do they exist? Uh, anyway, when you hear them say, you know, I'm non-political, I just do this for the animals, uh, it's, it's hard to say that because if you're tr truly against the oppression of animals, then it is a, a political stance. Um, a quote here uh, from Brian Dominic is uh, 
the vegan bases their choices on the radical understanding of what animal oppression really is, and their lifestyle choice is highly informed and politicized. You, I don't believe it's possible to uh, have this point of view without being, without it being political, uh, when it's it's important to understand the political aspects of veganism. Um, uh, Joseph Smith's in preface in the book, um, he goes on to say, veganism in isolation defeats the purpose for which it is intended, which is perfectly sums it up. Um, so, so the groups uh, that I'm seeing come up recently, uh, AV, um, what are they, An- anonymous for the voiceless or, or whatever they are. Um, and and their quote is that they are strictly for animal rights, um, which of course is is a, is a noble cause. The issue with that is recently they've come out with some less than stellar ideas about trans rights uh, and trans identification within their cubes. Uh, they say that no one should bring anything other than animal rights to the cubes. And I, and I can understand the intention in that. The issue with it is that veganism is uh, against the exploitation or cruelty to animals for any other purpose, by definition of the vegan society. If we are to consider ourselves animals, then veganism should include our cruelty cruelty to humans as well as non-human animals. So uh, if you exclude or, or police the ability for trans people to identify, that's cruel. In my eyes, that's cruel. So therefore, you're not a vegan. Uh, and uh, AV is one of those ones that are getting a lot of um, publicity right now, um, which is, yeah, you, you, yeah, it's it's hard to say that what they're doing is wrong because, of course, they're, they're fighting for animal liberation. That's amazing. Uh, but when you're being exclusionary uh, and, and against the calling out of the cruelty towards human animals as well, then in theory you're against veganism. Uh, Brian, in his book, goes on to say, uh, The more we recognize the commonality and interdependence of our struggles, which we once considered quite distinguished from one another, the more we understand what liberation and revolution really mean. So, again, just another quote there that I really liked. Um, These ideas go together. Um, Again, I'll keep going back to the quote from Vegan Society against all forms of exploitation of and cruelty to animals for any purpose. So, yeah, uh, if you count humans as animals, which we do by definition, uh, you're, you have to be uh, pro-anti-capitalism, uh, you have to be um, pro-trans rights, pro indigenous rights pro uh you know all this all this all this you can't just you can't just be the one and, and it's a nice sentiment to 
to say that you are just pro animal rights, but you, it's it's impossible. Uh, so one of the quote, uh, one of the things that um, Brian goes into in his book is the idea that uh, vegans are or vegan activists are using ideas uh, strictly in a in a animal rights um, way. So one of the ones that I, I see all the time, and it's like an Earthling Ed kind of talking point. And it's uh, all those kind of guys. Talking point is um, the overuse of grain um, in uh, production of cattle and uh, cows. Uh, see, I'm trying to watch my language and, and make sure I use the right words here. Um, and the the quote is that if every every person, every human in North America stopped eating meat, the grain that was fed to the cows would now be freed, and the free grain could theoretically feed the entirety of uh, the earth. There would be no more poverty. And that's a, that's a lovely sentiment. However, and this is how you can't just say we're, we're pro, um, pro animal, pro animals and nothing else. Uh, it's just simply not true. If we were to eliminate all sources of uh, everything that's going to be eating this grain so we can feed it to humans. Uh, the capitalist society that grows the grain wouldn't grow the grain anymore. So you know, the growers of grain work within a capitalist society. The grain growers would no longer grow the grain. Uh, they would waste the grain. Capitalism relies on scarcity to create market. Uh, so the, the grain growers, the farmers, will hope that they only produce enough to grow to sell at high prices. Otherwise, that, that's the point of scarcity. So they can sell at high prices, which makes the work justifiable to them uh, within a capitalist structure. Uh, when the grain is available and readily available and easily available, prices will drop. And the grain is now, in the eyes of the capitalists, worthless. So, you, you uh, we're we're seeing that right now, actually, with with um, the pandemic that's happening. I seen on my Instagram the other day, uh, chicken eggs being thrown in the trash, uh, and mother cows' milk, uh, you know, liters and liters and liters of uh, cows' milk being poured down the drain because it was not profitable to have. Um, kept aside anymore, uh, which is horrific. Uh, obviously, that there's issues with that. You know, we we could be using that to feed um, the poor, rather than worrying about whether the grain goes to the cows, that goes to the milk. The, you know, rather than wasting it, that's 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 on a whole nother level. Creating something, oppressing uh, millions of. Uh, mammals to create milk and then wasting it is just oppression for for no good uh there's there's no reason to do that which is even worse than doing it for well well you know it, it's hard to say really but it we, we should have been using that to feed the poor but we didn't have the say in that because the capitalists have a say in that uh anyway we're, we're seeing it now uh, they're throwing it out 
uh, it's not profitable for them to, to produce. Uh, animal agriculture is also subsidized by the government um, who have the power to withhold food from uh, hungry populations, which is also a tactic of capitalists. Uh, keep the masses hungry uh, and you can dangle the carrot just above their head, just about, just out of reach. Uh, so the government also has the power to pay the farmers not to grow grain or pay them to throw it away. Uh, now, I understand the whole mentality of the, the argument here is that, like, it's, it's meant to create the image of how ineffective the animal agriculture is and how wasteful it is that we create all this grain that could feed. I understand it's just an image. We're not saying that we're going to feed humans all this grain. I understand that. But uh, the point remains, it is we're, we're under a capitalist structure um, and we're always going to run into those issues under the capitalist structure. So if we wish to feed these hungry mouths, the capitalist structure isn't going to ever help us get there in the end. It's something we need to dismantle. So we need to start with capitalism. Animal oppression, human oppression, will go as well when we get rid of the capitalist structure. Um, the exploitation of human animals within slaughterhouses must be mentioned too. So we, we talk about, of course, it's, it's on a different scale. We're talking billions of land animals every year. Uh, human animals within slaughterhouses too, however, do work in incredibly dangerous uh, workplaces. Super high rates of PTSD and suicide um, within those. Uh, we see the exploitation of uh, migrant workers. We we see some truly horrendous acts to human animals as well. So when we argue that no, we're, we're single-issue animal rights, we're not thinking about anyone else, we're forgetting the, um, the human animals in this as well. Uh, now, me personally, I... I agree, like, I, I am so strongly for anti-speciesism and removing animals from oppression. So, 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 so much. Uh, but it's, it's impossible to remove it without... It, it, it is, it's just, there's no without. There's no possible way to remove exploitation from animals, human or non-human alike, while this capitalist structure still exists. People always ask me, uh, but what about the economy? Honestly, I could give a fuck about the economy. There's nothing I care less about in the world. I care about the exploitation and the oppression of animals. And there's no, uh, there's no simpler way to put it. I, I just could give a fuck about the economy. Free everybody, and I've got no issue. Um, we're seeing a lot of... Um, uh, things right now with the pandemic um, how much is too much you know it's like the tipping scales how many lives are worth saving the economy and that's mind-boggling to me that we can even equate imaginary numbers to human life and non-human life as well um, yes uh, now there, there's another 
thing that I want to go into. That's the thing. We talked a little bit about single issue animal rights now and how uh, insane it is to consider it a, um, a separate issue from everything else. You, you can't. It's, it's impossible. Um, one other thing that I see a lot of is um, leftists uh, ignoring the, uh, the ideas of veganism and, and not giving it the same time of day as other forms of oppression. And I understand, uh, because I came from that as well, I, you know, I would never equate non-human life to human life um, some years ago. That the, the, I, it was um, insulting to even equate the two. Uh, but I, I do think that the lefties should understand that veganism works best with their views as well. Um, if they're truly f- against oppression then uh, it, it goes hand in hand. Um, so the, um, a quote that was in that book that I found, um, well, it, uh, Brian, Brian, yeah, Brian, um, quoted it from Marjorie Spiegel, Spiegel uh, in The Dreaded Comparison, which is a bit uh, ominous. Um, and uh, Marjorie goes on to say, comparing the suffering to that of blacks uh yeah it's it's a problematic language here in australia but uh or any other oppressed group for that matter is offensive only to the speciesist one who has embraced the false notions of what animals are like those who are offended by comparison to a fellow sufferer have fallen for the propaganda spewed forth by the oppressors to deny our similarities to animals is to deny and undermine our own power uh, obviously talking about um, compar- comparisons to other suffering. Uh, and, and we don't want to play oppression Olympics or whatever the term is that the righties use. Um, it's important to see everything as... as e- We're seeing oppression as it is. We're not comparing. We're not putting on a scale. Oppression is oppression and we want to dismantle it. Lefties want to, vegans want to. It's it's the same. They they go hand in hand. Um, uh, an argument I've seen against veganism from um, from the left is the uh, the idea that going vegan is ableist because uh, only or or it's a classist um, classist protest because only the rich can afford. Now we've we've um, dismantled the 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 classist thing because we know as uh, some uh, countries obviously beans rice all that stuff is the cheapest um, that's what we live on so that's yeah we we've discussed that before um, the ableist thing is an is another one um, I I wrote. I read a quote about this one uh, a little while ago. Um, that veganism. Uh, now, this is my quote from me, and this is from a little while ago. So I'm gonna um, probably not like a lot of what I said because I wasn't as um, probably as uh, we could say anarchist, I suppose, towards this as I was then. Uh, as, yes, that's that's probably what I'm gonna say. 
Um, so a lot of lefties argue that veganism is a classless protest. Oh, okay. Well, I was talking about ableist, but I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. Some people aren't able. I'm using air. You can't see right now. I'm using air, air quotations. Aren't able because uh, diet and um, all that kind of stuff. It's not something I want to go into because that's, uh, you know, saying, oh, I, I need... One time when I ate vegan, it, uh, it gave me anemia, so now I have to eat the dead bodies of non-human animals. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't make sense to me. Anyway, I'll continue with my quote. Um, that only, only those who can afford vegan products can partake, and therefore it is anti-lower class to imply that we should all go vegan. This idea forgets that half the world lives on a vegan prim- primarily vegan diet of beans, lentils, and rices, purely because they are the cheapest options in those countries. The reason meat and dairy is so cheap in our first world capitalist lives is the government has subsidized these in- industries, with your taxes, no less. I argue that not eating vegan is racist and classist in itself. If we have the resources and abilities to eat primarily plant-based, we increase demand for these products and grow their availability to food deserts and poorer communities. Now, since then, I've forgotten or gone off the idea of plant-based capitalism and the idea of supply and demand because... The supply and demand idea is inherently problematic. Uh, However, I I digress. Introducing cheaper and healthier foods to these communities would have beneficial results to life expectancy and reduction of diseases and disabilities like diabetes, which run rampant in poorer and marginalized communities. If I, as a white middle-class man, don't use my resources to support the expansion of cheap, healthier foods, I am therefore doing the opposite, keeping the lower class unhealthy and continuing the widening of the class gap. Meat is not naturally cheap and vegan is not naturally expensive. Uh, now, again, I said I, that was a couple of months ago that I posted that um, on my Instagram story or something like that. I got a couple of responses. Anyway, uh, my views have changed a little bit just about the, um, the idea of plant-based capitalism, like I said, but the point still remains. I think it's classist and racist um, to continue the production of these when it's definitely racist to continue the production of dairy when, you know, the large majority of the world is lactose intolerant, but the government pushes the idea that this is a health food. Um, Anyway, that's just some little ideas I had. This has been very uh, sorry, I can't speak. Uh, this has been very free-flowing today, um, and I hope that I haven't really... Well, I know I have uh, mumbled on for nearly half an hour now. It's just episode one. It's just something I'm trying out. Um, I have a few ideas for my next few episodes, um, but we will see how I go. And... Um, yeah, I, I hope this takes off. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't mind if it doesn't, but uh, it's not something I'm, like, 
hoping goes crazy and, and breaks the internet or anything like that, of course. Um, this is an, a, an ego thing. Um, I'm not trying to make any money from this. I, I don't want... I'm not revealing who I am by doing this. Uh, hopefully I'm not anyway. It's probably the worst kept secret of all time. Uh, I'm not trying to yeah make money or, or survive off this this is just me trying to make some um interesting talking points and and spreading some love for some um vegan texts and some uh socialist texts and some anarchist texts uh and and how i think they all correlate and how important it is for us to to live this way and to uh work towards revolution uh, so if you're interested in this, uh, and you, you want to know what, uh, white cishet guy from somewhere in Australia that I'm hopefully not revealing, um, cares about veganism, which you probably shouldn't, but, uh, feel free to, uh, like or, or love heart or five star or comment anything like that. Um, I'm going to make a email address too that you can respond to. I don't have it made right now, but I'll put it in the show notes uh, along with references to all the texts that I have mentioned. Um, and yeah, if you have any points that you would like to raise to me, please do. Please jump on the email um, and respond that way and, and let me know where I'm maybe off base or I'm you know, just plain wrong. I, I'm here to learn. I'm, I'm learning as I'm talking. So, uh, yeah. So thanks for listening. I know again, it's shooting from the hip, but it's just something I wanted to, to try. And, uh, I think I've found a little groove that I like. Uh, and yeah, I guess I'll try and do another episode in a couple of days. Um, let me just see if I can find what my episode will be um i think i'm going to talk about the uh yeah i'm going to talk about peter um the animal rights group uh and uh, if they're bad or good i'm going to talk a little bit about um that because of the uh the tiger king show that's jumped up on netflix uh, i'm seeing a lot of anti-peter stuff and i, I just want to go into little bit more depth with that so anyway uh wherever you're finding this check out episode two which should be up hopefully um within a couple of days from this one maybe a week we'll see anyway thanks guys